just different. The office just blew fucking nut in the first half and was like, huh. <laughs> Hey, that's how we start the show. Hey, folks, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, it is the Irk and Jerk Sports Sports. Podcast. And we late, though. Five hours later, I'll be there in five minutes. That's how this this show. Tez, I told Irk, because Irk's not going to be here today, folks. So if you want to talk to Irk. We we, um, we want brother down. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta hold Irk down. But I told Irk earlier, this show would have been in the trash if Tez wasn't pulling us to the finish line. <laughs> it was it was a unwritten agreement with me and Irk, like, hey, that blue show in the trash. But then my homegirl, what up, E? She hit me up and said, hey. I need that blue podcast this week. I need y'all to talk to me about that Miami game. And I'm like, what the, what, what, what? What else do you need to know? We lost. We took another L. And it was on top of an L that was on top of an L on the L mountain. And, and, and we at the top with an L made out of a goat. It's just too many L's that's going on around these parts. And we're going to talk about it. This is This is struggle porn. That we about to do. Pause. <laughs> it's the struggle porn that we are about to talk about. We gonna get through it because half of the state can't listen to Valenti this week because it's some stuff going on. So y'all come here for your sports talk because the other half of y'all can't listen because y'all gonna boycott for for some mess. So anyways, how y'all? How you doing today, Tez? Uh, I mean. <sighs> It's just tough right now for me in football. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest, man. So, obviously, for those who don't remember, I'm on the other side of that uh, Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. And, you know, just seeing my team look like crap. And then now when I come to Sunday, it it almost just feels like an abusive relationship I just can't get out of. In the sense that. You know how, like, when, when when you ask somebody who is, and I'm not promoting domestic violence whatsoever, I'm just using this as an analogy, um, how some days their partner is, like, the greatest in the world, mm-hmm. and then some days it's just horrible, but then they, like, hold on to the good days. That was me in the first half. The first half was just, <laughs> that was the roses, that was the chocolates, that was... I remembered you on Valentine's Day. That was like, hey, baby, I was thinking of you. Here's a steak. Like, that's what the first half came and in, in, in brought me. So I was feeling kind of good. And mm-hmm. then when the second half came, that's when it hit the fan. And I realized why the Lions wear a wife beater for me. And it's just like I am just battered and beaten because it's just it's so unbelievable how no matter what like like it just seems like nothing good can last long with the lions like and, it, and, and what i mean long, lasting long. Like, that's what i'm saying like like it's not lasting long it can't last a game like i just want a game like what week can i just have a game where i'm just like hey i can come in to do this show with you and i'm just like well you know we got this that we can improve on but we got the yeah. dub yeah you know because 
Because it's a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, okay, so, like, let's just, you know, up to this point, right? Uh-huh. First four games, it was the offense. It wasn't the defense. Mm-hmm. Last two games, it was the defense. wasn't the offense. Mm-hmm. This week, it was the offense. But then the second half, the defense. And it was that just like, it, like, you that know what I'm saying? True. So that was like this game. They were just like, all right, let's take turns and see who's going to be bad. Like, Have you <laughs> noticed, I forgot what I was listening to. The Lions have not scored a, a touchdown in the last three games in the second half. <laughs> like, yep. The worst. The worst. I can't. And and I don't use this often, uh, this woman uh, um, hashtag, but I cannot. This, this makes no sense to me. Um, the Lions lost 31-27 in a game that... They came out like gangbusters. Um, they scored twenty-seven points in the first half. Yeah, yeah, they didn't and score then, anymore. They didn't score anymore. They didn't score anywhere. And lost by four. So it was a game that as I tell you all the time, I no lead was safe. Yes, you say this all the time. Yes. I say we could be up by three touchdowns. And my armpits are wet because I cannot trust this team to to either play how they how they got the lead. So that first scripted the the first two scripted drives Excellent. they looked so good, and I thought we're gonna lose this game. Why do I think like I'm thinking? They, Jeff Goff was like 9 or 10 for like 180 yards, like something stupid. And I'm like, we're about to lose this game. And we were up. <laughs> we were winning. And I'm like, dang, man, this cannot, we can we cannot sustain this. And this has happened with Jeff Goff. This happened with Stafford. This is not new. We, when we start out white hot, the second half is always the price is right um tuba sound like it just goes yes that is what it is and i'm just sitting here i'm tired of feeling like that i'm tired of feeling like my team's gonna lose up 28 like and, and we will be the only team that do that so when i see 27 points i'm thinking okay if we can just if we can just stay with them, maybe we can sneak out something. The beginning, beginning, the first uh, drive after the third quarter. I mean, when the third quarter started, we just started just tumbling in, and the the penalties were just out of control. Did you see that Oraria offsides? Did you see the the side of him? And his whole body is on the wrong side of the ball. It's like, who's paying you? What mafia do you owe that you're throwing the game? This makes no sense at all. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I'm yelling. I need to, to calm down before Irk got to throw this thing in the trash. Because yeah. I, I, I just, I, I can't anymore. But... It's only anymore until Saturday night when Sunday rolls around. For some odd reason, I'm back at it like we didn't lose last week, and I'm going to see a different outcome. It's really insanity. What's the insanity? Um, same doing the same thing over, thing and, over, over, and, over and over and thinking it's going to be a different outcome? That's me. 
That's me and this team. That's me having a podcast for this, thinking we were going to be any different. And I can't say the same old Lions because every week we find a different way to lose. There's not the same old Lions. We might get up 28 and then don't score. We might not score that week. We might have people in the stands, and and I'm watching it unfold. We're fumbling at the one-yard line. We don't challenge a fumble. We don't do all these things. Why can't a broken clock is right twice a day? But we are an hour off and start the clock. So we're always off. Like, no matter what, we're not a broken clock. We're a clock that's not the right time, and it just keeps on clicking and keeps on ticking at the wrong time, and it's never right. And I I, I want to strangle myself so when I wake up, I got amnesia, and I'm, I can root for somebody else. Shout out to Irk, and I'm going to put this on wax because I told him I was going to do it. He told me. He just ordered his Stefan Diggs jersey, and he he's gonna be in the Bills Mafia. And I said, so they gonna. He said he's reborn a Bills fan. I said, what they gonna baptize you through a table? <laughs> <laughs> they about the Dudley Brothers this morning. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, bro. If Ert, Ert is the most devout Lions fan, he you can see the hurt in him. Like, and 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 we're gonna talk about it later. But the TJ trade, like, <laughs> sent this man <laughs> over the edge. Like he was already said we lost, and TJ Hawkinson got traded today. <laughs> It's this man. This man was like, I, I can take no more balls. I can't do. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. My good and faithful servant. I, I take My me, job take is me. done. Hey, it looks. Hey, let's 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 not confuse the audiences, y'all. We love our brother Keith, but we we me me and Vinny, we gotta we gotta laugh to to stop ourselves from crying because hey. you you just like I said, I, like I, I gave y'all a recap. I've been watching the Lions since I, I could remember. I was going to the games in the Silver Dome with Barry. Like that's how old of a Lions fan mm-hmm. I am, and to hear my brother Keith. Hank, like, just literally throw in the towel. Like, so me and Keith, we've been watching football for the Lions the exact same time. So mm-hmm. for him to tap out, I, I mean, I, I can understand it. But it's just something about, like, I, and I agree with you, Vinny. This isn't the same old Lions. It's it's a new baptized, shitty version of the Lions every week. Yeah. That is, it's not a if they will lose. It's how. They're gonna lose, like you know. If it isn't like you said, like there's always just a. Here, here, here's what it is. You know how they say like in, in football, it's like you you got those fifty fifty balls, and you want to be on the right side of the fifty fifty ball. Mm-hmm. We are always on the wrong side of the fifty fifty ball. Yeah, it just seems like all always like there's nothing, and it just like for example. It'd be phantom penalty call. I remember during the Dallas game, I was like, wait a minute. Where where is this? How does this penalty give them a first down? 
And then they would show the replay and Steratore would be upstairs like, yeah, I don't see what they're talking about. Like, that's not a hold. But it gives, like, you know what I'm saying? So it just seems like if if there was a, a team in all of sports that was cursed the most, it would be the Detroit Lions. I'm 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 almost certain. Like yeah, I guarantee, guarantee. But I mean, like I don't even know where to start, bro. Because like like you said, we came out hot. We scored on every drive in the first half. Mm-hmm. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Field goal, field goal. Right. You know, we we turned them over once on their first drive, but then they came back and scored on the remaining drives in the, in, in uh, that they had in the first half. Right. They How did you ball. feel? How did you feel the sustainability of our offense in the first half? I just, I, I in my heart, I said, I just need two drives in the second mm-hmm. half. I said, I just need two drives with points. If we can get two drives, like so, if we get two field goals, we win this game. Mm-hmm. So that's all I was saying. I was like, hey, for some reason, two drives, some points, and. And then in the second half, they came out, scored on their first two drives, and then they punted the ball. You know, that was the first punt we'd forced in, what, like three de- decades, it yeah, seems like. Yeah, I had so, already blanked out, and I was like, all right, let me get these dishes washed. Mm-hmm. And you text and said, we forced a punt. So I was like, oh, like sometimes like the Lions losing so bad, and I'll turn the game off. And then all of a sudden they just like doing well and coming back. So I was like, hmm, maybe it was hope. I turned the game back on and we was punting again. I was like, God damn it, man! Oh, we can't never get nothing. We can't have nice things. No, no, no. Because after we forced that punt, that was the Jared Goff. I decided to go long on fourth and two. Oh, uh, and I've se- so I've seen. First of all, that play call. That play call. I- I look, Why is look. everybody going? There was there underneath. I okay. I so I, I saw. I, I saw. Yeah, I saw Swift come on a swing route, but I think there wasn't a swing. He stayed in the block. No, like, okay, I, so then who, who was the underneath? I, was it Raymond? That because they went deep to Reynolds, right? And he, but I thought there was an underneath that I saw or crossing. That there was an the, underneath on that side that he threw the ball to, and that was Raymond. And then there was a long on the other side. Like so, everything was going towards the end zone, like the game was over. <sighs> but Swift stayed in. I was looking. I was like, maybe did he miss Swift? Now Raymond was open. The, the the one on so on the right hash. That's where he threw it. On the left side, mm-hmm. dude was open. No, so it was Raymond. No, it was, it was the Sun God. One of those. One of the small receivers on the other side. They they ran a post to the inside. Dude was open. It's like golf had a like he's going for it all. It was like a Madden throw, and you throwing it to not even your best receiver. If I'm going to put my money on stuff, I'm throwing it to Amara. Like uh-huh. get it. If if I don't make it, I don't make it. Like if Tua and and I want to transition to the defense because they had. Their their part mm-hmm. in this loss. Of course. Why are you playing? Why are you playing Tariq Hill? Why are you playing him up? Like he's blowing past you. Like 
as soon as he gets to whoever the DB is, he's blowing straight past them. Why not just play all the way off? I'll give you, you got a dink and duck all the way down the field. Why am I giving up 35, 40 yards a pop? But see, the, see, and here's and here's the thing. I was uh, cause I my critique was, how do I want to put it? Because they have probably the best wide receiver combo in football. Yeah, the one A and one B. Yes, like Waddle and him, like they are so f- elusive. Like Tyreek Hill is just fast. Waddle is to me is a very very smart route runner. Mm-hmm. And he he does things that like he I remember it was one it was oh I remember what it was we showed blitz he was in the slot and then uh, Glenn called it off so it was like a it was it was a show of a full house blitz and then everybody dumped back like oh well, at least from the the linebackers dumped back right mm-hmm. so it was like kind of like max spread coverage on a uh, uh you know on that play and Waddle. He literally he took like two he took like three steps, saw everybody like saw he had beat the linebackers coming back, and then decided to he was like oh, okay I'm gonna I'm literally gonna cut across and sit right he sat right in the middle of the of the zone coverage, and just was there and I, and then turned it up for I think for another like ten yards and I'm just like that that kind of intelligence is something that you know you as a defensive coordinator in my opinion should game plan for like you should. You should see like how well he runs these routes and see who would be the best defender to guard him. Like Aurier, I don't even want to talk about him. He Do we even have up. a best defender? Like there was well, no. We have one. We have one corner um, at this point, and and our two, our safety and backup safety are were gone. So we were at the third string safety, and we got. African toast on one side and then we got a former toast on the other side. But nobody there was nobody equipped to deal with the cheetah. And you, go ahead. You know what I'm starting to realize? Like and it's in it and it and it's nothing against Aaron Glenn the player, but Aaron Glenn as the defensive coordinator, he doesn't scheme for anything. Uh, like, you notice how like all the like quote-unquote best defensive minds have a scheme that they can put on a on a on a quarterback they have identity yeah he has nothing in my in my opinion he's green i mean it's two years in you would think he would make a phone call like you know what i'm saying like ghostbusters well maybe one of those but I'm talking about, I'm sure they're like, because you know, like those, they're, what do they call it? Like your coaching tree, right? I can guarantee uh-huh. you if, because uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the coaching tree. Like uh, Bill Parcells, he he ended up creating what, Sean Payton? Didn't, he, didn't Sean mm-hmm. Payton come back? Yeah, I'm sure Sean Payton could be like, hey, hey, Coach P, like, what would you do in this situation? Like, who does But Aaron Dan win? Campbell is from the Payton tree. Look, man. So you would you look, would we, think he can call Sean Payton like, "Hey, coach, what can I do?" I feel that that MCDC just cries on Sunday evening. <sighs> he just sits there, trips over his dog, and sits in the ground in the kitchen and cries. He doesn't know what to do. Like he seems overwhelmed with decisions, 
like how every decision bad. It's like his coaching is roulette, the roulette wheel, where he just goes red. Okay, well the next one got to be black. Red. Well, since it's been red all these times, black. Like he every every choice that he picks, like he was he finally, and I didn't even know this was his first challenge of the season. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and got it wrong. Yeah, like. How how we how we how many games in there? Seven the seventh game, and all of the turmoil that we've gone through. And what were you saving timeouts? Why haven't you challenged anything when you are? What would it keep calling the riverboat gambler? Like you are a gambler at heart. You go for it on fourth and thirteen, fourth and seven, fourth and two. You throw hail marys on fourth and two. Okay. Fine, be that, but be that consistently. Don't be conservative at the end, like, and that's that's been his mo from last year to this year. He clams up when it's time to time to when it's go time. The NFL coaches make the big bucks because they got to make the decisions when the decisions count. It's easy to talk your talk in the preseason to talk your talk. The beginning of the season, but when it's time, when it's the two minute work, because no matter how good or bad your team is, the NFL is made for parity. The worst team is still going to be in the game. We're the worst team in the league and lost to a pretty decent team by four. Uh The games are constructed to be close. You have to be able to get over the hump as a as a head coach. And all of the, we're trying to make you better, man. Like, all of that extra stuff is thrown out the window when you got to. Our problem is we don't have anybody on the coaching staff other than the offensive coordinator, who is the X and O's guy. Everybody else is a generalist. Everybody else is the sea, the trees, over like the overhead. But nobody can get down in the mud and create Except for Ben Johnson. Nobody but, else. Everybody then, else. Go ahead. But then, in that same token, how does your offense disappear in a, for, for a whole half or for whole games? Well, we went to the last two games. We were back to our last year. We have two weapons. Let's not get it twisted. We have two weapons and a Hawkinson that we don't have anymore. Our two weapons were gone in Dallas. Our two weapons were gone in New England. And our weapons were gone. A half of the weapon was gone this game. But if you notice at the beginning of this game, they aired it out. I haven't seen that since the beginning of the season. They were throwing haymakers. Where is this been? Why are you trying to dink and dunk when I'd rather throw a prayer 40 yards down the field than to run and, and go three and out? Like, give give me something. So his two egregious calls, I, and I've noticed them because they like ingrained in my brain, this game, fourth and two, throw into the end zone. And then, what, what was it, three games, two games ago when we were third and two and he's throwing it 40 yards again? Who who's making that play? Tell me it's not Ben Johnson. Tell me that maybe it was audible from golf. Because those plays were so dumb. When I when I watched when I seen it was fourth and two and he held the ball for three pats, I'm like, what are we doing? Is it is it two minutes? Is is it two seconds left and I don't know? 
Why are we going for? Why are we throwing it from the forty yard line to the end zone with fourth and two? So, so the boneheadedness of of this game, I I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, but but anyways, going to this, this transition. Yeah. Okay. As as we were talking about Keith, um, and him renouncing his fandom. Can you renounce your fandom of of the Detroit Lions? Ah, uh, no. Um, you can't. You can't go to the next team. You can't I, be a, like. There's no like, like as much as it would. It, it would probably pain me more. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, because of the fact that I have rooted for this team so long, and I told, I put it in the group text. Like, I've seen every Detroit team outside of the Lions in my life have some sort of success. Mm-hmm. And I guess the want for success for the Lions is so ingrained in me that I can't just say, well, you know, like, I don't know. There isn't a, a, another football team where I can just openly say I'm going to root for ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, I can't. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm here in Charlotte right now, and I could, I could not I, even if if the, if if the 15 and one Panthers happened while I was down here, I still wouldn't root for them. Right. And I live here. Like, it it couldn't. There's nothing that because I, I mean, I don't know. And it might be because of my Detroit DNA. Like, I love my hometown. I want my teams to do well because when my teams do well, that's good for my city. Right. So, I can't. I can't figure. So. The people who, because in the group chat, and I'm putting you on blast, Jonathan is now a Seahawks fan, and and Keith is now a, I don't know, maybe he rooting for LeBron in in the NFL. I don't know what Keith's doing. I'm pretty sure he just hurt. He'll be back next week. But I can't, I've been in Texas, I've been in Dallas for 15 years, and unless it's a night game, or the Lions are playing the Cowboys. I can't tell you a Cowboys game I watched. Like, I don't care about America's team in Dallas. Like, I, I, I don't watch them. I make sure that, that once, if the Lions usually play in the beginning of the uh, day, I just turn the TV off because Dallas usually playing the afternoon game. During Thanksgiving, I watch the game. And then I go talk to the family during the Dallas game. I don't like I it's just something I can't do, but I've been so disappointed this year. I can't even watch football, let alone root for another team. When the Lions game goes off, because they play at twelve o'clock Central Time every week. I my TV's off at the end of I will usually start watching the House of the Dragon, like that, that it would go from Lions to the House of the Dragon. Like that was my TV experience on Sunday. But now that that uh, HOD gone off, I don't have nothing else to watch. But <laughs> but but the Lions, man, I I don't know how I don't know how to. And my fandom rose rose so deep. I was a Michigan fan growing up and went to Michigan State and could, couldn't stop rooting for Michigan. Like. It's something I just can't do. Like, my brain can't turn. They don't have that knob. Like, the knob's gone. So, it's just root for your teams or don't root for your team. I don't watch basketball unless the piss is good. 
Like I I just can't do it. I even watch hockey when 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 the wings are good. And you when we grew up, everybody in Detroit watched the wings. The wings was great when we grew up. Yeah, and but and and now that I know hockey, like I can sit there and watch hockey because of the Red Wings. Because I was I put on for my city. I'm like, everybody know I'm from Detroit. They know that like everybody. I still have a problem with when people say, "Hey, where you from?" I've been here 15 years, and somebody Austin said, "Where you from?" I say Detroit, and they're like, "Oh, you drove all the way down from Detroit?" Oh no, I live in Dallas. Like that conversation happens all the time. Are you I serious? can't say I live. I'm from Dallas. Like I, I, it's just something that I don't say. It's it's weird. It's weird, bro. So nah, renouncing the fandom, I can't do. I no, just can't do. That's not. Just can't do. I, and the thing is, I can't even have a backup team. Like that, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like I can't renounce a fandom, and I can't have a backup team. There is no team where I'm just like, all right, well, if the Lions suck, and I'm gonna watch their games all the time, Mm-mm. just because I am a sports fan, I watch sports. Like, mm-hmm. so you know, I watch other games and be like, ooh, such and such got offer, ooh, da 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 da. But it's not like I'm like, ooh, I want this specific team to win because that's my two, you know, my my one B team, right? Right. Lions till the day I die. Of you know, but what's the joke? I, I hope I want to have the Detroit Lions uh, O line uh, be my pallbearer so they can let me down one more time. You know and what I'm the saying? Crazy thing, they're not. They're they have been. What that's we the one you did. That's be. They yes, have that's been the one you did. Is okay. Thought. And I think like, they only let, they only gave up one sack. One sack. Like one sack. Golf stays clean and still be fucking up. Like. He he don't get sacked. He don't get pressured too much. He just he just makes bad decisions. So that brings us to because I'm gonna add a couple things, but that brings us to the trade today. Can you explain right. to the audience what happened today and why right. Keith so, this last straw? <laughs> so the the straw that broke our brother Keith's back um, around one o'clock, right? What about mm-hmm. one o'clock? One o'clock EST. Uh, news flash came through that uh, the number seven overall pick by the Detroit Lions a couple years back, TJ Hawkinson, our tight end, was traded to the in-division rival, the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, and, and I, I want to touch base on their weapons, too, in just a, just two seconds. Minnesota, this, nice. Right? Yeah, but they traded them in-division, which is commonly not done, frowned upon, but Based on the track record between Holmes and the GM of the Vikings, they made the trade day. I mean, the the, the draft day trade that mm-hmm. got us uh, Jamison Williams um, on on draft night. That's who we traded with. So it doesn't shock me that we traded with Minnesota. To be completely honest, I mean, the they said that, that that's the that's the old uh, frame of, of reference. They both said that. They don't care. Yeah, exactly. If, if it makes sense to them, they'll make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, So, So they worked out a trade where the Minnesota Vikings received, well, we received um, a 2023 second-round pick as well as a 2024 third-round pick for TJ Hawkinson as well as two fourth-round picks um, for 2023 and 2024. And the 2024 um, fourth-round pick is a conditional pick that – if the Packers win a playoff game, it beca- oh, excuse me, yes, pa- Vikings. If the Vikings win a playoff game, it becomes a fifth round pick. So we gave up 
essentially a Hawkinson, a fourth, and potentially a fifth for a second and a third. So um, that was what we got back. And I, when I first saw it, I instantly wasn't mad about it because mm-hmm. Hawkinson is not uh, a Travis Kelsey. He is not a Mark Andrews. He is not a George Kittle. Um, but he was going to command that kind of money. And I knew for the future of the Detroit Lions, I mean, if there is a future, but financially, that would not be something that we can lump that much money into a player that isn't mm-hmm. on that caliber of tight ends that are in the NFL currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I thought that even if he does pan out in Minnesota, they're not going to pay him either. Like, he would have to have a a meteoric rise when he's going to a team where they have um, Justin Jefferson at wide out, as well as uh, Adam Thielen, who's he's aging, but he still he still uh, get the job done. He still get the job done, um, as well, well as Dalvin Cook in the backfield. So he's going to a team where now the only question would be: Can Kirk Cousins not mess it up? Like that—that's what the first thing I thought when they traded him. I was like, okay, well you're getting a a better hands uh, tight end than. Um, Irving Smith, um, Irv, excuse me, Irv Smith Irv Jr. Smith. That, that was their current uh, tight end right now, and he's probably salty right at the moment. Um, but you're getting a guy that can, you know, catch out of the tight end position. He, you know, he's not going to be a, he's not going to be a blocking insurer, but he's not going to let you down. Like he does do his, his job chipping. But mm-hmm. with with the Vikings, it's literally their division to lose at this point. Um, what are they six and one yeah. now? Or- Yep, they're six and one, and then yeah. yeah, they but they've been scrapping. So like you know, their their offense is doing the job, you know, in regards to that. But adding this piece, I mean, it's and to be honest, it's a win for us as the Lions. Like to me, because like I said, we weren't going to keep them. There was mm-hmm. no way on God's green earth. You probably jumped through the roof when you saw the trade, even though Keith probably plummeted into the cellar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I want to make it clear, because I put it in the group chat. I'm not. So, I didn't like his production for the pick. Hawkinson, if he was any other player, just like Okuda, if you're any other player, I don't have a problem with you. But for the value you were picked, it grinded my gears when I saw the pick. And it didn't stop because they didn't get any better. Okuda is showing flashes, but he's about to be up against it too because this is his third year. Yeah. So next year, he has to show if we're going to give him the, the fifth year. So all of these picks, they're just so, they're so wasteful. Like, I don't care what y'all talk about Aiden. He is there every week. And he is commanding double teams. Like he's playing ninety percent of the snaps. Like that's there a, you go. That, that's another like, thing that that I, I give him so so much grace in the sense that, like we were saying, like Bosa's the Bosa brothers, they play sixty percent of the snaps. If yeah. that, if that, like so, you're asking the number two overall pick to basically go up against some of the best tackles in in double teams, like it because that's a lot of energy. You know, running through people is a whole lot of energy than stopping somebody running from you. Like running yes. through you. Like it's a whole lot of energy. It's so exerting. much more 
the exertion on defense because you don't know where the play is going, so you're you're guessing where it's going, and you have to guess at a hundred miles an hour. Yep. And if you guess wrong, you have to stop and run a hundred miles an hour the other way, like. They, for for everybody, because I'm on Twitter all the time now, and they just talk about Aiden so bad, and I'm like, this ain't even a biasy no more because he's played for my two teams. This is more of I'm looking at this defensive end that is a rookie, and he is actually getting Armstead was holding his ass all day. Pause. He was holding like, and Armstead is a a chiseled veteran, but. He was holding and getting away with it because he could, he was finessing. Aiden's not there yet to be able to draw the hold, or you know he's drawing holds like like he did in college, where he he's doing this like ref. You gotta stop him. No, you have to you have to make that hold look like a hold when it's uh, even a little hold. But that comes with time. That comes with you don't just learn that your rookie year. That's like a third, fourth year where you can you basically flopping into a hold because you hold. There's a holding on every play, but you have to make it seem so egregious. And did you see that one where he he basically hugged Aiden? Like, he went yeah. by and he was hugging him, but he had his arm, like, he kept aiding in front of him. And the ref couldn't see it. And I'm like, dang, that was a savvy veteran move. There's nothing, there was nothing that that Aiden could really do about it except for complain. And uh, clearly that didn't work. So, at this point, I give Aiden kudos. I actually got to watch Pascal play. Because I didn't get to see him in Dallas because I didn't even know. Dude was also commanding. Like, those two players, if they stay healthy, I'm fine with. Aleem, I'm starting to... I'm not seeing any production from him. Um, As, as much as he's been a, a, a double-team magnet, apparently, I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing the, the, um, the effects of him... Being a space eater, because clearly we teams don't have to run on us. No, we had like <laughs> like they had a hundred yards rushing, bro, and gave we gave up four hundred yards basically passing. We clearly need pass rushers at all times. Yeah, yeah, it it it, 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 it was bad all around and. <sighs> It's just so depressing talking about this, but we have we must go on. Yeah, we got, we had to press on. I'm telling you, we gonna get so many one of one of these days. I don't know when it's gonna be, but if we can keep the blue pot rolling into an actual um, Lions successful season, the the birds will flock. So we have to stay the course. I'm gonna get Keith off the plank and and walk him back on the boat. <laughs> Well, then, hey, hey, that's gonna. You will be a bigger man than probably I could, because I understand his pain. It's just that I can't. I can't jump off the cliff just yet. Well, no. I first of all, Erg, Erg is a bigger Lions fan than me, because Erg don't care about college really. Like mm. I gotta split my weekend between my college fandom and my my NFL fandom. I used to think like if I want any of my sports team to win the championship, it was Michigan. They have been moved to second. 
I need the Lions to win. Like it is, it is not even a. There, it ain't even me thinking about it. Like the Lions gotta win a Super Bowl, but first we gotta get to a playoff game. And I, I keep saying, if we can get a home playoff game, win or lose, I'm there. Um, I support my team. I spend big money when I go, but I don't go often. But when I went to the Dallas game and we were tailgating, I was so jealous of Dallas fans getting to stay and watch their team every week. Like, I feel because I can't watch any of my teams unless they come down or I got to fly up to Detroit. Like, I would have season tickets if I lived in Detroit. Um, and I would see them lose every weekend, but <laughs> it, it's something about the camaraderie at, yep. at football games, like, you know, just the love, the passion, you seeing the same people, if you tailgating and stuff, it's just different. And you could tell that's how it was at, at the Cowboys game. And I was like, dang, man, like, I ain't never going to get this. Like, this is one of the things where next lifetime, I basically, basically got to do that because I wife ain't moving back to Michigan. So yeah. it's just it's just how it is. But anyways, can you give us – oh, how do you – so what would you give us the grade? Um, what that T.J. Hawkinson um, um I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say – it was a. I'm gonna say it was a B minus. Okay. Like I'm not. I. I don't think it was a crappy. Like I. I. What would you give it on from the Minnesota side? For for what they're getting, um, yeah. I'd say a B plus. Okay. Like because you're getting a guy that, and, and this is another reason why I'm actually okay with him leaving because outside of the one game that he had that he was basically the only option that isn't somebody that golf even looks for half of the time during the game i feel better and And i'm actually happy for him exactly because i think he with the right quarterback uh a la uh, your other favorite uh tight end eric ebron um, he will, you know, he will shine in an offense where he can be a feature tight end. And I don't think our offense is designed to be to have a feature tight end. I think our, I think okay, they are a play I, action team. Exactly, and 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 it's not a um like a, a New England offense, right, where they run the the twelve personnel, right? It's not uh-huh. not like that. It's not. It's more so like the play action is off. It's either a, dink, a dump down to the running back or a crossing route to a receiver. It's never mm-hmm. to where it's like in a spread offense where in KC, like Travis Kelsey is the main guy with the receivers being like a compliment to him, right? Yeah. Like he takes the attention off of other other the receivers so they can get off. Whereas with Hawkinson, it's just like he gets lost in the shuffle. I mean, yeah, he was lost in the shuffle. Uh-huh. So. For him, I'm happy that he's gone. I'm happy that he can move on. Uh, he's probably closer to his home in Iowa. Because then that's where he, he would play college yeah, ball there. Isn't that where he's from? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, you know, be closer to probably his family, his people, you know. Um, you know, shuck some corn, something like that. I don't know. who. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I would he, give them both a B. We need as much draft capital as possible. If we're going to suck, we might as well go all the way to oblivion. But okay, okay. So, so, so then let me, let me. I, I don't want to cut you off, but th- uh-huh. that, that's what struck me. Why didn't we go to an oblivion after last year? Oblivion. Like, I mean, we like gave because up. the thing is, like because the thing is, we could have traded Hawk and probably got more for him last year. Well, Same no, they we, had hope. You watched Howard Knox. They actually thought 
this was gonna be a good team. Bro, after they got, to, like, no offense, no offense. After the offense torched our defense, I was reserved. Well, no, but you have to, like, this is a, this is a, a, a offensive league, so they probably saw their offense can cook. Can they cook enough to get us to seven wins? I don't think they thought they were getting the playoffs. Seven wins is what I thought we could get to, but at this point, you got to sell the barn. I and I heard were we were we talking in the group chat or did I hear it somewhere else? Where Okuda they was talking about shopping. Yeah, yeah, day. he was going. Yeah, he was. He was quote unquote. The rumor was he was on the block too, and he might have been gone had the somebody gave him a good offer before the deadline hit. We would have had to for Okuda. Seriously, I, I you got to give me a one because this man, this man could be a number one corner. No, he could. He like could. so, he, you he got you well. got and 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 number one corners do not come cheap. So you would have had to give me a number one, and we would have had to get because we already got four of the first sixty five picks in this draft. You would I would have had to have three first round picks and two second round picks for Okuda. Like he he would have had to command that, and probably that's why he ain't gone nowhere because ain't nobody gonna get that up. So I would say, like I said, I give both sides a B. We get draft capital. Hawk gets an A. Like his his I know he's happy, but I know everybody who leaves, because Quandre said the same thing, Slate said the same thing. They want to win it for the for the for the city. Like everybody who comes to the city, they wanna see the city shine. I bet you if Quandre Slay, if all those players are not in the playoffs and Detroit makes the playoffs, I bet you they're at the game. Like I will put money on them being in the stands, um, watching the Lions. So I feel I'm happy for Hot. Um, I can stop hating him now. He can live his life without having that top ten. Cause once you leave the team that drafted you top ten, if you a bust or, or not a bust, I'll call Hawk a bust. I ain't gonna hold you up. But now he can be free. He can run wild. Mm-hmm. Like like he he doesn't have that stigma of. All of this pressure on him, he can just play ball, and I'm happy for him. Like I, I, no, I, I wish 100%, him all success. hundred percent. Um, I hope you listen to that, Keith. I that that was from the bottom of my heart. I don't hate Hawk. I hate the position, and until he proved it, I was gonna hate the pick, no matter what. Now, dun 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 dun, dun 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 dun. dun. Can you give us the NFL roundup? Dun 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 dun. Alright, so let's go. Thursday, we had the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, let's see. Uh, Mike Evans went off for six catches, a buck 23, but it was the Baltimore Ravens who pulled it out 27 to 22 against the ex Miss Giselle Bunches group. So then we go over to our first game of the day was the Broncos and the Jags over in London, which I was not awake for. Uh, but the Broncos pulled it out 21 to 17 after Russell Wilson supposedly did a bunch of high knees on the airplane to get to what? London. Yeah, go read that article. Anyway, Travis Etienne had a monster game who was coming into his own as a running back. He had 24 carries for a buck 56 and one touchdown. Russell Wilson threw for a 252 and a touchdown, but the Broncos ultimately sealed the victory, which after this uh, today, they had traded their their, uh, leading rusher, Bradley Chubb, to the Miami Dolphins, but we'll get to that and what that does to them later. 
Hold on, Bradley Chubb is a running back? No, Bradley Chubb, the linebacker. Rushing. Oh, I'm about I said to say rushing, you said, like Lee Rusher. Oh, I thought you oh, said I'm rushing, sorry. Like, huh? My bad. Pass rusher. My bad. Pass hey, rusher. did you yes, see? Did you see with the cheetah? Did, uh, did you see where he um he was playing Fortnite and he was streaming when that information came through? Oh, I and he said, <laughs> "I'll have to go look." Hey, and then oh, we can talk man. about hey. Hey, we can talk about how well the the Dolphins fleeced the their their picks. But anyway, let me finish up the recap. Next, we have the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons down there in the ATL, which was a thriller. If you saw that, Vinny, you would have freaking flipped your wig because they had a Hail Mary with 12 seconds left. The Panthers, it was probably the prettiest Hail Mary I've seen from P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore. But the kicker missed the extra point, so it went to overtime, and Atlanta ended up getting the win 37 to 34. Next, we've got your 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 Dallas Cowboys against Keith Chicago Bears and <laughs> and, and and your Tony Pollard with eight crap. He went for 14 rushes, a buck 31, and three touchdowns, and they routed the Bears 49 to 29. Sidebar: Does Ezekiel Elliott get cut? He has to. Zeke, Zeke, Zeke is fat. Like he is <laughs> Antoine Walker in football form. Like this man didn't eat too much Papa Dough. But keep continue. Oh man, crazy! All right, next game we've got we got a uh, Mighty Mouse Kyler Murray against. Uh, how do you like that? Kirk, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins in a shootout. They ended up winning the Vikings thirty four to twenty six. Dalvin Cook went for a buck eleven and one touchdown. D Hop off his suspension went for a buck fifty nine and a touchdown. That was a thriller and, by by. Oh, was this his first game? I, I think it's his second game, but still okay. the first game. I, uh, he had like an amazing catch his first game, but this is like more so like the breakout game after his suspension. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the next we have the uh, New Orleans Saints versus the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Raiders didn't get off the plane because they didn't score a single goddamn point. And Alvin Kamara accounted for three touchdowns as they won twenty four to zip. Next we is have the Crab New King England. back. The Crab King. Oh, uh, Jameis Winston? No, yeah. Adolph a- a- was in there still. Okay. But, uh, but Kamara had a monster game. He ran for 62 and a touchdown and caught 96 yards for two touchdowns. He had a uh. monster game. Um, next, we got the Patriots versus the Jets, and the old man ended up beating the MILF Hunter 22 to 17. Zach Wilson did have two touchdowns, but Ramon Stevenson stole the show with 71 on the ground and 72 in the air. Garrett Wilson. Hey, you was talking shit game. about him when we, uh, when we lost to them. Who? Ramondre Stevenson? Stevenson, man. No, he was a, he, I told you he was a beast, man. He's a monster. And then uh, Garrett Wilson went for six catches and a buck 15. Next, we had an A.J. Brown sighting. We had an A.J. Brown sighting with the Philadelphia Eagles stomping the Pittsburgh Steelers 35-13. to A.J. goes for a buck 56 and three touchdowns. And Jalen Hurts accounts for four touchdowns in the air. And, dude, did you see that catch over the two Steelers that he pointed at him? Like, like yeah, he, yeah, that was insane. Hey, I uh, want to say, I want to say, I am done talking shit about Alabama quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. You're done. They got You're it. Done. They got it. You, I'll, I'll, I will move to Ohio State quarterbacks. Okay. All right. Next, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans uh, AFC South rivalry. We got Derrick Henry going off for 219 and two touchdowns as the Titans win 17 to 10. Do you know he has four straight 
200-yard rushing games against the Houston Texans. So the last four, two years, or no, I think a year, yeah, two and a half years, four games, he's rushed for over 200 yards against them. That is amazing. What's more demoralizing, doing that and being on the other side getting ran on 200 yards a pop for, or man, look, us losing to Green Bay all the time and Aaron Rodgers throwing Hail Marys and all that all over the place? Which one is more demoralizing? Well, because you made it personal. Because you made it personal, <laughs> I can't stand a a Rod just just magically lofting up touchdowns on us all the fucking time. But if it wasn't personal, to see a guy run over me, yeah. like run like 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 ice box run over me, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't yeah. I couldn't take a dude just like. And the thing is, he is so like big and strong. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like he takes two guys with him every time he tries to get tackled. Like I, could, they, they I have ta- to be tired of tackling him. Like bro, when the second quarter rolls around, you like, come on, bro, and like, he just like running like, like a horse, just coming. like hey, hey, and, and, and it ain't the O lineman. That, I mean, the D lineman that's hitting him. It's the linebackers in the yeah. safety that's hitting him. So they like, hey, can y'all at least touch him before he gets to us? Slow him can down. You touch, can you touch him at least. Uh, next game, we got the. Uh, Washington Commanders versus the uh, Indianapolis Colts. The Commanders pulled that out 17 to 16. Scary Terry had a buck 13. Um, Jonathan Taylor came back, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is his first game back. He ran for 76 yards, but without a QB in uh, Indy, it don't matter what the running back would do as they lose 17 to 16. Who's the worst team, Lions or Colts? Who, if if they play uh, oh, oh, the they, they have a quarterback then. Uh, Who's the quarterback right now? Uh, Marcus Russell. Oh God, me, no, 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 no. Hold on, let me look at it up real quick. Uh, uh, That's the damn geez. thing. Oh, a uh, Sam Ellinger. That's the that's the reason I didn't know it was Sam Ellinger. Oh, I, he was like, no, yeah. the Texas quarterback. The Texas quarterback. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger. He threw for a uh, two hundred one, which is paltry. I mean, but hey, it happens. How many on, on how many attempts? Uh, twenty-three attempts, so less was well, about eight yards of the pop. Eight so yards. He went what for what? Seventeen for twenty-three. For two hundred one. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that great. It wasn't great at all. Okay. Uh, let's see where are we at. Uh, give me one second. Give me one second. All right, next we've got. Oh my God. We've got the 49ers versus the Rams, and for some reason the San Francisco 49ers own. The Los Angeles. It should be called SoFi 49er Land is what it should be called. Because <laughs> so, the, SoFi Levi, <laughs> Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium because every time the freaking the 49ers come down there, or as a matter of fact, every time they line up against they the Rams, play, they period. win. Period. They, well, except the playoff game, which was crazy. But, yes, they, they win the regular game. season battle 31-14. to 14. Uh, Christian McCaffrey went nuts in the second game, going for the trifecta, throwing, running, and receiving touchdowns all in the same game. Fourth person to do that in league history, first since LaDainian Tomlinson back in 05, ladies and gentlemen. So the 49ers got off 31-14. to 14. Next, we've got the Giants versus the Seahawks, and the Seahawks actually handle business at home as they lead the NFC West. They beat the Giants mm. 27-13. to 13. Saquon Barkley ran for 53 yards and a touchdown, but Geno Smith had two in the air as the Saint, I mean, as the Seahawks win that game. Um, next, we have the uh, the last game of the night was the Bills versus the Packers, and the Bills came out and fudge packed 
the Packers, and they won 27-17. Josh Allen accounted for two touchdowns, as well as uh, Stephon Diggs going for a buck away to TD as they beat Aaron Rodgers in Buffalo, 27-17. How do you feel about Stephon Diggs running out with the Packers (laughs) talking shit? Did you see that? No, I didn't. But He ran out with – so they running out as a team – and Stefan is with them talking to their uh what is Jahai what whatever their corner's name is. Zahir Alexander. Him. He's running with him talking shit sideways. Like he's not running like this. He's side he's galloping talking shit straight. Like it was the most bizarre thing I've ever hey, seen. Hey, hey, I mean the arrogance is hilarious to me. It's it's, it's wild it's, and it's wild. Hey, look, look, but hey, he 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 got hey. They cook they cooking. They cook. Keith's team. Keith's team cooking. And then last game of the week, we had the Cleveland Browns. I wouldn't even call this an upset of the Bengals because the Bengals, which which was crazy to me. How does Jamar Chase account for that much coverage to whereas you get blew out 32 to 13? But hey, who knows? Bradley Chubb, I mean, excuse me, not Bradley Chubb, Nick Chubb accounted for a buckle, one on the ground and two touchdowns, and Amari Cooper went for a buck 31 and a TD in the air from the the car the car mechanic, J- Jacoby Brissett. Uh, uh, but, yeah. You got a Lucy. The, 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 the Browns took it to the Bengals. It's almost like the Bengals is just like, hey, man, we staying in Cincinnati. Um, we not here. I mean, at least they, at least they pinched. Pinch the the proverbial bitch, not like the the, the Raiders. The Raiders didn't even, like I said, they didn't get off the plane. But that's the the weekly rundown. Um, probably the game that shocked me the most, or the most entertaining to me, probably was the hail mary from the Panthers game. I wish it like that game, like that twelve second hail mary joint, and you thought they won. I was like, oh my god! But they got like DJ Moore ripped his helmet off, got him a fifteen yard penalty, and then the kicker missed the freaking extra point. Dang. Yeah. So that was a wild game. But, I mean, that's the uh, NFL roundup, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully it was entertaining for everybody. Well, I will say, I'm looking at the standings because I got to tell you, every every 2.30 um, on Sunday afternoon, I stopped watching football. So, I, I didn't even know the standings. Every time I see the power rankings on my phone, I quickly swipe up so I don't have to see us being last. But we are actually... The, the worst, worst team, team in the league. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the Houston Texans have a tie, so they're yep. one five and so, one. So kind of like us, uh, the year we drafted Okuda. <sighs> so at this point, we are still on track to um, win less. To draft win. draft Will Anderson Jr. Okay, um, so 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 do you think we're gonna do that? I I, I did, that's my it depends. In my heart. It depends on how far the Rams, the Rams fall. fall. Yes. Because we do need a quarterback, but at this rate, the Rams are one and three in their last four. Their their plus minus differential is negative thirty nine, which is close to our negative fifty two. So we're not they're not that much better than us. We're terrible, but they're a bad team. Um with their bad quarterback who likes to throw picks. So who, I really who's their quarterback? So, I'm just ah, <laughs> his ah. name is Pizza Pizza. That's his name, Pizza Pizza. He hey, out I, here throwing how he in LA doing Detroit interception. commercials, man. Hey, he couldn't get no Pizza Pizza contract when he was in Detroit. Now he get Pizza Pizza in 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 L. A. Which is wild. 
But I don't think Stafford is healthy, to be honest with you. That elbow, something's wrong with it. He needs to probably have Tommy John surgery like his uh, best friend, uh, Kershaw, which they will not let you forget who his best friend is. Oh, so, never, never. And, and they will not let you forget that he's from Highland Park, Texas. Mm-hmm, he and is. He played, and he was the catcher to Clayton Kershaw's pitcher. And, you know, they played on the same Little League team. You know, they grew up in the ranks together. And then they decided to part ways when it came to football and baseball. Blech. Which is crazy because for him, for Stafford to be who he is and Kershaw to be who he is, lets you know the, and this has to go to the green pod because I would just get on my soapbox. But if you know anything about Highland Park, Highland Park is in the middle of Dallas and you can't go unless you have money. There is a university inside of Highland Park, SMU. You can't go over there unless you got bread or your ass will get escorted out of the city. But then, but, but I can also join you on that soapbox about why the Highland Park in Michigan is the only one that is poor. Yeah, every that, Highland that, Park. There's a yeah. Highland Park in Chicago. There's a Highland Park in, in Dallas. Uh, I believe there's a Highland Park in Denver. I mean, well, in Colorado. I believe there's a Highland Park in El- like, like California. But anyway, that's another day, another time. Let's go. Yeah. So anyways... How much do we lose by on Sunday to the Green Bay Packers? Oh. Is that game at home? Wait, or is wait, wait. It in... It's at the crib, right? Okay. It's at the crib. But, but, their receivers suck. Bro. Yeah. I, look, look, I hear you. Look, 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 look. They are surviving off their run game. They are, mark my, mark my words. They what their defense surviving. look like though? Their, their defense, like their defense, is okay. But what I'm saying is, their offense is surviving off of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. They that is how they're surviving. It's not because AA Ron is out here throwing three and four touchdowns like he was yet last year. They are surviving off of the ground game. So, like with that the, said, with that said, I think we only lose by like seven. I'm dead serious, bro. So you, I am so dead. do you think? So that means you think that Miami is a better team. The, 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 we the, lost the, to them the, by the, four. Yeah, but they were. I thought we were going to get our asses whooped against Miami because of the fact that our, their two receivers are so good. Mm-hmm. Like even with Tua, not like bro. If Tua had like crack in his arm to where his. T- uh, T- Tariq Hill didn't have to stop for the ball. Man, he would have How many times did he stop? Bro, he stopped for the ball. So many, He was waiting for the ball so many times. If he I want to say an- this. <laughs> I feel, and this is going to be so raunchy, but I, I, when I see it, I had, this is what I think. Tua don't got... So, so the cheetah, and this is all Paul. I gotta say, pause before the statement. Okay, under the under the Tez Act. Right. Yes, under the Tez Act, Tyreek Hill is a big booty bitch, and Tua <sighs> don't got enough dick to get there. Like that is his arm can't get through the cheeks. Like when I see him <laughs> throw the ball, it can't get. Like he's slowing down. To catch a groove, like that is really what it is. It really is. It's a damn shame. And everybody said in the beginning of the year, except for Keith, was the only champion of this statement. But 
Tua does not have enough arm to get the ball wait, to his place. Didn't keep didn't keep wasn't he the one who posted like the bomb? And I was like, yes. wait a minute. I slowed it down and I was like, wait a minute. He stopped to catch this ball. So so like I said, if Tua had an ounce of crack in his left arm to whereas it had enough juice to catch him in stride, the Dolphins would be a nightmare on offense. A, yeah. a, a nightmare because Tariq Hill, so long as he's in stride, no one is catching him. No. So did you reason- did you have did you have any any um uh, hope that JMO is anything like Tariq when you seen him running his routes? When I saw him, I was like, Lord, when they talk about JMO, the cheetah is who they. Is that's his? That was his comp coming out of college. If we can have that, golf is Tua again. Like he doesn't have enough arm to get it there either. But wait a minute. Here's the thing. I think he has more than Tua. It just may not be as accurate. I think his arm can get it there. I don't think it's as accurate. I think Tua throws an accurate ball. he He just don't have the juice. I think golf has the juice. It just isn't accurate. Because think about it. The, the fourth and two play, he threw it on the wrong side of freaking Reynolds. And he Reynolds did. had to turn around and twist to try to catch it. If it, 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 Goff has an arm that can get it there. He can get it to the where it needs to go. It's just not accurate. But, like, Goff has those, like, okay. He has example. the intermediate accuracy. Exactly. And His that was, like, that one, um, that one to, it was one pass that literally just missed the linebacker's fingertips and it hit my man right in the hands. Yeah. He's got like that 15 to 20 yard accuracy. But like once it's past 20 yards, it's kind of a duck. It, you don't you know what I'm saying? And they get there. They get there so ducky. Yeah. Like but- it makes no sense. Like it's the wobble is always the same. It's like it's it's moving. He- the like, a wide spiral. Yeah, 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 it's yeah a get in there. Wide <laughs> spiral. But it, it, it'll end up getting, I'm like, how did that even get there? Because we're so used to seeing Stafford in his super spirals. And now I'm seeing these ducks. And I'm like, how did that duck travel 50 yards? Where, who, who, how you throw that? If you throw a spiral, you could throw it through the through the stadium. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. But that is so. that is the only way, I mean, not the only, but that is the reason why I need a, a, one, I need a quarterback this year, but I need the defense more. But since we got those two picks, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out this year. If you got CJ and Bryce, hopefully they go first because I'm not really sold on them. I really, y'all, everybody was talking about with us this year. I'm Hendon. A hooker guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hendon Hooker, he can get the ball there, and he can also run you over. Hey, Loki, He reminds hey, me. Hey, does Hyatt come out this year, too? Oh, dude from, um, from North Carolina? His receiver. His receiver. Oh, the five-source touchdown guy. Yeah, his receiver. Does he come out this year, too? He does come out this year because he actually, he just, he didn't have this type of season before. I don't this care. His breakout. Look, look, Exactly. Because yeah. you know what he look, if you can score five touchdowns on a Bama defense by yourself, you a bad boy. That's got bro, he's got fourteen touchdowns on the year, bro. Then that's why Tennessee the number one team in the nation. I didn't even see that one coming. 
No, but um, but, but back to you. So let's so we don't keep the people long. What are we losing by? Um, I say I, I give us a uh, negative ten. I think we lose by ten. Um, okay. I feel that we didn't even talk about Aubrey Pleasant getting fired. That no. was such a scapegoat. It, it was. It was very much so. So, so I. I I don't like it. The players don't like it. There had to be a change. I hate that that was the change because he had he's basically MacGyvering the secondary right now. You're missing mm-hmm. your best player, really. Tracy Walker gone for the season. Like I said, the second string safety was out this this. So you basically got um, iffy. You got you got. Um, Wait, was Iffy out there this last week? I didn't see. Not Iffy. No, what was the um Millie? Was the uh, uh, Melifonwu? Yeah, no. no Is yeah, he, that's he out there? That's Iffy. No, no, he wasn't out there. It was Will Harris. It was um. Which one? No, the one from from Syracuse. Um, uh, the one who do backflips and shit. No, Kirby Joseph. No, there you go. That's him. that's Illinois. He was from Illinois. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I got the colors right. So. Those those so you basically got you got basically a rookie. I mean, Oraria probably will get cut at this point. Like he's play, he has. I don't know what happened. Was it just a flash in the pan? But African Toast, you got him, and then you got you got a, a decent corner on the other side. He don't have that much to work with, and they running a four two five and. The secondary is a mass unit. Blame that on blame that on Pleasant. Fine, whatever. But you gonna start? How far? How far is Glenn from getting pushed off the cliff? Oh, he's the next one off the cliff. Like okay. you ever seen that? Uh, the the Price is Right. The Yodelay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, got a yeah. dollar left, bro. <laughs> 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 You got a dollar left, bro. You better get this price right. <laughs> oh yeah. So I still feel I don't I don't believe in the coaching staff as much as I did. Like I basically they didn't lost all the equity with me. But Holmes hasn't. Um especially with Pascal coming in, actually doing his thing, that gives me hope for that second round pick. That I thought we wasted because Levi can can go somewhere. He can do wait, wait, wait. He what what year is he in? Year two or year three? Yes, this is year, year two? second year. All right, look, if he don't suit up next year, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He, he like like, like if he's he's cut. Like there there is no like I don't know. And then, never mind. I don't even want to talk about it, bro, because now it makes me mad. But um but yeah, man, how's it shaping out? Oh, that this is one thing when I this is the only thing I want to talk about before we head out. What is um because I heard it on Valenny. With with this teardown, how how much how much leash does a uh, MCDC get for the next year? I don't think it's games. It's 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 gonna be the eye test for me. Like, and I really feel Holmes gonna have him on the leash. But you can't you can't start off zero and ten, one and seven. Like, you can't do that. You're gonna be gone quickly. So. I feel nobody's going to be checking for the Lions. Like, this year was the year that we needed to do something. We didn't. Next year, nobody's going to pay attention to the Lions. They can build in peace. Because 
Lions fans not going to be checking for him. National media, they let them down. Lions let us and Nas down. They let everybody <laughs> down this offseason because the, the the national pundits were picking us. We were picking us. Everybody was, was picking us. Coach of the year. Yes, and we are worse. We are worse this year with a better record. I would say last year we were a better team. We were more competitive. We lost at a at the games looked better. These games, I don't like. I said I don't know what I'm looking at. So I can see MCDC getting fired in, in halfway through the season. Um, but I do believe in what Holmes is doing. Yeah. I just feel <clears throat> we were so far. We got set far so bad. We got set back so far with Fatty Matty Patty. I that the his his coaching style turned us our players off so bad that we lost everybody. We lost our quarterback, we lost our our pro our pro bowl um corner which actually was all pro safety. Like we lost our best players with Fatty Matty Patty. So we basically had nothing starting over. But we felt that in a league where you you can be right two times uh uh like you know like a broken clock we were too, we were our rebuild was the worst but our rebuild has been going on and we just start over because we've put it together out of matchbooks but so we had to start over and then we never we never built anything before we start over i think that's yeah, the problem no. yeah no we, we give away pieces but we can we can go on all day with that. Yeah, I know. anyways, yeah, we can't, we, um, yeah. this is Irk and Jerk Sports. Let Sports. like, rate, subscribe, subscribe. Um, you can listen to us at at any any uh, podcast location that you have, any podcasting uh, platform. That's what I was looking for. Um, we're gonna try to hack Irk here next. Uh, week with his Buffalo Bills jersey on, and we'll just we're gonna keep on grinding, man. Like one of these days, this show is gonna be good because we are good, but it won't no, be no, no. this year. The show is already good. It's just that we're just down. Yeah, because the life. We're finding it. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to start talking about uh, monkeys riding on the tricycle because we can't keep talking about the same thing. So we might just merge the other show into this. So anyways, everybody, Irk and Jerk Sports, we're out. Uh, Irk and Jerk Podcast. Podcast.